Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to drboycetv.com, the home for intelligent black people. And uh, a lot of you uh, in here uh, have uh, expressed concern, uh, shall we say, uh, with some of the the, the black folks uh, in Congress, uh, some of the people that are elected officials who have engaged in what Dr. Claude Anderson refers to as benign neglect, uh, who haven't really followed through for the community in the way that they should. Well, um, Maurice Duncan introduced me to a brother that I'm bringing in today by the name of Marcel Dixon. And Marcel is challenging a guy out of South Carolina named Jim Clyburn uh, for the sixth uh, congressional district. And he wants to uh, uh, be that serious challenger that has not been uh, that has not been present. Uh, he wants to put Clyburn on his heels and maybe push him out of office. And and uh, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Dixon. How are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing really well, really well. And I want to ask everybody uh, in the chat uh, as we get started. Uh, first of all, as you hit the thumbs up button and all that stuff, I want to ask you, how many of you know who Jim Clyburn is? That's that's the first uh, question. And what I'm going to do is put Clyburn's face on the screen uh, for those who uh, maybe aren't familiar, uh, who who don't who don't pay much attention to uh, ineffective politicians. <laughs> And then I'm, I'm revealing my bias right there because I, I don't think I, I don't think this this guy has been all that beneficial. So give me a yes. Let me know if you know who Jim Clyburn is, and uh, and also um, you know it's your right to believe what you believe. So uh, there's his picture on the screen. Let me know also uh, if you feel that he's done a good job for Black folks. Has he really represented the, our community in an effective way, or do you think he needs to be booted? Uh, type the word booted if you think he needs to be booted. Type the word effective if you think he's effective. All right, so I'm going to pass the mic to uh, to uh, Mr. Dixon. Mr. Dixon is challenging uh, Clyburn uh, for his seat. And uh, so, uh, Marcel, first of all, I want to ask you, man, um, uh, what led you to make this move? Well, I've been a teacher for 17 years. I was born in Savannah, Georgia, but my family lineage is Gullah Geechee, which, you know, I proudly represent here. It's a Creole culture of the Sea Islands in the coastal plains, northern Florida, and a little bit of North Carolina, but mainly South Carolina and Georgia. And growing up, I saw a lot of heartbreaking poverty. And as a teacher for nearly 17 years, I've seen students, some who did all the things that we are supposed to do. They refrained from having children young. They went to college. They had earned scholarships, they got the nice jobs, and yet I would still see them languishing in poverty. And those are my students who followed all the rules. But a lot of my other students ended up sometimes dead or incarcerated all the same. Meanwhile, I was seeing my students who were in the country illegally being able to progress to middle-class status or more. But my students who are going further and further into poverty, even when they did all the things that we are told we're supposed to do, work hard, stay out of trouble, things that Black Americans have been doing for centuries, the trouble's been brought upon us. I will see even my Black American students fall further and further into poverty. The same way their parents were in poverty, their grandparents, their great-grandparents. And yet what I was not hearing was any of these politicians standing up for us. So I did some research on my area. 
the southern part of South Carolina, where I've lived my entire life. My family has been since the mid-1700s. And I found out that having Congressman Clyburn as our representative for the past 30 years, and yet my district, where I currently live, is the sixth poorest district in the United States of America out of 435 districts. And I said, as a teacher, I get kids who come to me on a, they, I'm in fifth grade, they come to me on a first grade level. I only have six to eight months to get them on a fifth grade level and then above so they can pass the test at the end of the year. If I had 30 years to teach my students how to read and you come back to me and after 30 years, that child still cannot read, you cannot in good faith say I am an effective teacher. Likewise, Clyburn has had 30 years to do something about the poverty in his majority black district, and he has not. It's not that he has failed to do so. He has not even tried. So my district deserves better, and most of all, my people, black Americans, the sins of American slaves deserves better as well. And I didn't see anyone standing up to do right by us. So I said, my mother's always said, you have to be the person you want to see. So that's what I'm doing. Mm. All right, everybody. Uh, in case you're wondering who I'm speaking with, I'm speaking with Mr. Marcel Dixon. Marcel is running. Uh, he's running for the seat in the, um, uh, you said the sixth, the sixth congressional district. Uh, he's actually challenging Jim Clyburn, which uh, has raised a lot of eyebrows and, um, and I decided, uh, I want everybody to know, I don't really interview politicians that much. I, I rarely do that. Um, I made the exception because uh, a lot of you, uh, and you all are, are who matters uh, more than I do, uh, a lot of you have expressed concerns about Clyburn, uh, the Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, we read books every week. We, we, we have a book club, Marcel, and we read uh, Powernomics. And in Powernomics by Dr. Claude Anderson, he talks about the ineffectiveness of many of our black politicians. Uh, the fact that there are many things that our community needs, um, struggles our community has, and that these politicians do not show up for black people. And, and a lot of people feel this way. When I do surveys on the platform, the majority of the black respondents say, man, these politicians ain't worth a nickel. In fact, let's do it in the chat right now. Quick exercise, yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. How many of y'all feel that Clyburn and the gang uh, in DC are really representing your interests? How many of you feel that, uh, that black people are, are prioritized, that we're getting the attention that we deserve, the support we deserve. Uh, give me a yes or no in the chat. So Marcel, I'm gonna ask you this. Uh, tell us some more things about the, the, the first we'll start with uh, who you're challenging. We'll start with Clyburn and, and, and tell me areas, uh, some other areas where you feel that he's not putting the needs of the people in the district uh, at the top of the priority list. Well, one area is land ownership. Black Americans, and when I say Black Americans, just to give further context, everyone, I'm not talking about Black immigrants and their children. I'm talking about those of us who are the descendants of those who built this nation and were emancipated at the end of the Civil War. I just want to be very clear about that. Let's talk about land ownership. Black Americans with no wealth going through daily anti-Black terrorism at the hands of the American government, we were able to amass 16 million acres of property by the time we got to 1910. 
1910 to 1997, we have had 97% of that land stolen from us. Now, I'm Gullah Geechee. For those who don't know, that means I'm the descendant of rice-growing Africans from different parts of the continent, mainly what is now Angola, Democratic Republic of Congo, Cameroon, Congo, Mali, Senegal, Gambia, and Southern Nigeria, who are experts at growing rice, irrigation, medicine, and blacksmithing. Okay? We're known for being coastal people. We've had hundreds of thousands of our coastal property stolen from us through a system called heirs property, where a, fam a family member who owned property was not able to, in the case of Black Americans, to leave a will. So as a result, no one can ever get equity or wealth from that land. You can just share it with family members. The most you can do often is put a mobile home on it, and that is it. What used to happen is usually a wealthy white person would buy a share of a family member. Sometimes they will be forced by violence and then go to a corrupt judge, usually a white corrupt judge, and buy out all the other family members' share of the property for much lower. Sometimes you have as much as 80 acres sale for as little as $2,000. That's the way they were ripping off Black families. Black Americans have lost 15 million acres of property of the 16 million acres of land we've gotten. And South Carolina is ground zero for that. Yet I look through Clyburn's legislative record, you will not find one piece of legislation he has written to do anything about black land laws. However, what you will find is that in 1993, when Clyburn first took office, he wrote a bill for a group of Native Americans called the Catawba Native Americans. I want y'all to remember them, Catawba, you could look them up. They are on the border of South Carolina and North Carolina. So what you need to know about the Catawba, it's only very little of them, only 3,000 of them now. So in 1993, it was probably just a few hundreds of them. They were former enslavers. They were known for being brutal enslavers. They were known for being brutal slave hunters. Yet the first thing Clyburn did when he got in office was write a bill to give those group of enslavers protection, special recognition, privileges, and justice in his own words. That's from the bill. Then in November 2021, Clyburn wrote a bill to give compensation for land. He finally did it. But it wasn't for Black Americans. It wasn't for the Gullah Geechee. He did it to the Catawba Native Americans again. I don't know what he has for these people, but he wrote a bill to get them 20 acres of land so they can build a multi-million dollar casino from which they will get billions of dollars, if not trillions, and they'll be able to bank all of that money in their pockets. Meanwhile, Gullah Geechee people are still losing land till this day. I know a family, because I have heirs property, and one family that was next to some heirs property that my family owned, they lost their property to a tax default sale. And guess who bought it? Illegal immigrants who are now building two-story homes on what property that this family owned since the 1800s. So the first thing is land ownership. The second thing is education. South Carolina is the seventh ranked state, or well, the 33rd, 43rd state in education. So that means we're the seventh worst state for education. 
the school district where I attended, Jasper County, shout out to any of my people in the comments there who know Jasper County, South Carolina, Ridgeland, Hardyville, Miami, Levy. Jasper County School District is the lowest performing school district in the state of South Carolina, meaning it is probably the lowest performing district, one of the lowest performing districts in the United States of America. Unfortunately, we are not unique. Clyburn's district has the majority of a part of South Carolina known as the Corridor of Shame. It, mm. it refers to a group of majority black rural counties that are right off of 95, where the buildings are decrepit, the poverty is out of this world, and the average black child in those schools 80% of black boys or more cannot read or do math on grade level. Now, we know it's not because our kids are any less intelligent than any other kid. We know there are other issues. But the fact of the matter is, as it stands now, over 80% of black boys cannot read or do math on grade level. For girls, it's around 70%. So not as high, but still high. This has been going on since the 1970s. Clyburn's been in office for 30 years, yet I want someone to find one piece of legislation he's written to do something about the educational inequities that mainly Black American students face and majority Black schools face. I want someone to find me one piece of legislation he has written about that. You will mm. not find it. The other area is basic clean drinking water. North Charleston has the most toxic water in the United States of America. Another town, Denmark, South Carolina, in Bamberg County, next door to Barnwell County, James Brown, the musician. Denmark, South Carolina has not had clean water for over 10 years. I want someone to find me one piece of legislation that Congressman Clyburn has written about environmental anti-blackness. And last but not least, um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, this is the most important part here. He has not stood up for black Americans who are descendants of American slaves. And here's what I mean by that. Native Americans have gotten reparations. The Cherokee, the Apache, you name it. Several different groups of Native Americans, the Catawba Native Americans, for whom Clyburn sponsored the bill, have all gotten reparations for the things that have been done wrong to them by the American government, okay? Japanese Americans who were put into internment camps, they got reparations, and they were only in those internment camps for a few years. We as Black Americans went through brutal chattel slavery for 260 years. We then went through redlining in Jim Crow. We were excluded from the Homestead Act that gave hundreds of millions of acres to white Americans. And where, from where does most wealth come today? It comes from assets like land ownership. We were violently and unfairly excluded from that. Then the GI Bill that gave over 14 million former white veterans money to go to college, to buy homes, to open businesses, for healthcare, for retirement. They were able to pass down trillions of dollars of wealth to their children, and they are still doing so this day. My great-grandfather, who was a World War II vet all the same, was unjustifiably excluded from that. I want someone to show me 
where Congressman Clyburn has written a bill for Black Americans to get reparations and to get restitution for the things from which we have been deprived of, like has been done for the Native Americans, and the Catawba Native Americans are one of them. And I know people are probably in the chat room saying, well, that can't happen. Oh, it can happen because it's happening right now as we speak. Look at what's going on with Ukraine. Ukraine is not a member of NATO. NATO means the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, a group of countries working together, and they say if you attack one of us, you attack all of us. Ukraine had a chance to join NATO. They said no. Yet, it hasn't even been a month yet, and this country has spent not billions, but trillions of dollars for Ukrainians. They've done it in the form of military equipment. They've done it in the form of direct aid. White Europeans who are not Americans, and some of them are full-fledged Nazis. Not only that, they have to bring over 100,000 Ukrainians to the United States of America. Not just that, they want to give them housing, they want to give them food, they want to give them education, they want to give them health care. While they do that, Black Americans are 15 to 20% of the population, but over 55% of those who are homeless and Black women who are celebrating Ketanji Jackson Brown, meanwhile, have the highest eviction rate of any other group. And North Charleston, my district as well, has the highest eviction rate in the country. So those are the areas, just the name, where Congressman Clyburn has not failed. I don't want to say he's failed, because failed would imply that he's actually tried. He has done nothing to stand up for his district, nor for black Americans, who are the majority in his district. All right. Uh, everybody, I was speaking with Marcel Dixon. Uh, Mar Marcel was introduced to me by Maurice Duncan. And uh, Marcel's running for Congress, and he wants to challenge Jim Clyburn. And as you know, uh, politics involves a lot of money, which I'm going to ask you about that, Marcel. Uh, that'll be my last uh, question and, and also about your vision as well once you get elected. Um, and uh, and so I put the donation uh, link right there on the screen. I'm actually also going to share it directly in the chat uh, when, as Marcel is responding to the question. Uh, before we move on, can everybody do me a quick favor and hit the thumbs up button? Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share this video. Share it with people that identify with your beliefs share it with others who can benefit from knowing about the alternatives that are out there uh politics is all about power let's show our power show your power by using your voice and making sure that Clyburn and everybody else just knows that we're not going to be second fiddle we're not going to be pushed to the back of the bus we're not going to get crushed and, and, and ignored we're going to stand up be strong and make our voice heard so if you agree with what this brother's saying don't just clap don't just give a, a, a fire emoji. Let's take that next step and actually engage in action. What is your action going to be? You could make a donation. That is an option. Or you could at least share this video and make sure, you know, use your platform. Because uh, I, can I, I can only imagine, Marcel, that because Clyburn has been so entrenched, I, I would imagine the local media has pretty much acted like you don't even exist. They probably erased your birth certificate. <laughs> Like there is no, we've never heard of Marcel Dixon. There is no, there, there, he is not a real human being or, you know, and then the propaganda comes when well, we heard Marcel's a Nazi and Marcel is that, I, yeah. you know, we know that it's, I'd like to hear about the dirty tricks that have been played. You, you did a good job of addressing these key issues, land ownership, education, uh, drinking water and the neglect of, of our people, uh, basically of descendants of slaves and reparations. So tell us about that experience and how that's felt 
going into the ugly arena of politics where one, it seems like it just takes so much money to run. And two, you're dealing with such dirty tricks and lies and people that just don't want you to exist. Can you kind of speak to that? Well, one thing is I told people from the beginning and I knew when I signed up that my life was never going to be the same. I knew that, first of all, I have no skeletons in my closet. I'm very authentic. I'm very transparent about who I am, what I've done. I'm a take no nonsense type person. Um, in the classroom, I'm rough as hell with my students because I love them. I pushed them. And of course, I had a few parents, usually white women, who complain about me. White men, not so much. Usually white women who complain about me because they don't feel, usually some of them, not all, but a lot of them, it's nothing about me being so tough. It's just that they don't feel a black man should be talking to a white child that way, even though it was okay for them to sell our kids off and feed them the alligators. So I knew that was going to happen. I am um, a very sexual person, and I'm very out there with my sexuality. I don't give a damn. Um, I don't I don't brush away from that. So I was like, you know, Clyburn, whatever you want to do, bring it. But I said, he may try to assassinate my character. He's going to have to because he can't win on his record. He can't run and win on his record. So all <laughs> he can do is go after me. But I'm not afraid of that because I know that I am Gullah Geechee. And all black Americans have fought. But Gullah Geechee people, we are known for being warriors. We were known for fighting battles even when we knew we would not win. Sometimes we fought battles just because the battles were worth being fought. So my attitude is, whatever he's going to throw at me, let him throw it at me. Because if my reputation is the only thing that I have to lose, I know my ancestors that came before me gave up a lot more. So that's one. Two, Clyburn is not as popular as we think he is. What he is is comfortable. And what my people have become is comfortable. You know, a flea, a flea circus, all you do is take fleas, you put them in a box, and you put a lid on it. And the fleas try to get out. After a while, when the fleas can't get out, they stop trying. That is how we have become as black Americans. So it's not that people here so much love Clyburn. It's that he's been the only option they've had. If you have shrimp and grits for breakfast, and then you have shrimp and grits for breakfast, then the only thing you're going to have is shrimp and grits for breakfast. Clyburn has been the only option people have had. And because of that, he's been reelected. He's been reelected. I am now going out here letting people know that not only do you have an option, you have a good option. We don't have to vote for the lesser of two evils. We can vote for the best of all the options, which is going to be a good option. And last but not least, yes, money. Of course, I don't have Clyburn's money. The man's been in office for 30 years. He's done nothing for his district. Anybody wants to argue with me, don't argue with me. Just shh, go ahead, pull up his record, and argue with that. Because I'm not saying this because I don't like him. I'm saying this because that's what the data shows. He has the sixth poorest district in the United States of America. If you want to defend that, have at it. He hasn't done anything in office for 30 years. So obviously... He's been able to amass a lot of money. He has like $3 million to spend on his campaign funds. He hasn't really attacked me yet because he knows once he does that, he legitimizes me, which I am legitimate, but other people will find out about me. He'll actually be helping me. But the media is in his pocket. I found out that a lot of politicians, they put interns in a lot of these media stations. So a lot of times they have people in these media houses that pretty much control what people hear and what people don't hear. I'm pretty sure he has that as well. Now, it's starting to change, Joe. It's starting to change. My name is starting to slip out here. My name is starting to slip out there. 
and more and more people are starting to recognize me. But you know what, Dr. Boyce Watkins, the good news is I have the new black media. And that's pretty much where most of my exposure has come. Most of my following has come. It's been the new black media. So we are, I'm doing, and we, I'm doing what we have always done. We've always had to make a way out of no way. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And the new black media has caused me to go from a candidate who in December, 2021, I barely had $6,000 to now on my way to a hundred thousand dollars. I'm not, I don't, need to get, right, I don't need to get to where Clyburn is because I don't have his money, but I also don't have his awful record. So there you go. It's mm. a good off. How, how old are you? I'm 37. 37. Okay. Well, you got the energy of a of a 25 year old. So that's a, so if you had said 25, I would have believed you there too. Uh, well, you know what, everybody? Uh, this is Marcel Dixon, and this is the URL to make the donation. Uh, I also put the URL in the chat. I'm going to drop it in the chat right now. Um, I don't know about y'all, but give, give me a yes or no. How do you feel? Do you, do you like the brother? Do you, do you, would you vote for Marcel if you could vote in uh, in that district? Uh, and you probably know people who are down in South Carolina. You know, Shout out to the Gola Geechee people as well as every, all the other residents of that state. Uh, there's a unique history there. Uh, what he's talking about in terms of land ownership, land theft, all these things. And when I heard about how much land was taken from our people just in that state alone, I was offended. I was absolutely offended. And, you know, and this is one of those great atrocities that I believe will eventually be addressed, but it's going to be addressed when we force them to address it. You know, if we don't force them to address it, they will not address it. Well, I want to say that uh, I like what you're doing, man. And, uh, and I wouldn't have you on here if I didn't uh, feel that way. Uh, and uh, it's Marcel with one L, right? M A R C E L. Yes, that's one L. Okay, I, I double checked that just to make sure I saw it, it was spelled with two L's in the chat by somebody. So I want to make sure Karen, uh, it's one L and not two. I just want to make sure everybody spells his name right. This brother's earned the right for us to say his name. So I hope that we'll say it. I hope that everybody in the chat give me a verbal confirmation. Yes, if you will, you can support him in some way. Can you either either directly support with a small donation to his uh, campaign or a large one if you got it like that? Or share this video. You know, just hit the link. All you gotta do is hit the share button, put it on your social media, let other people know that he's out here. Uh, give me a yes if you can do that because it's important that we are conscious about that because you know we don't have the NBCs and the CNNs and all that. And I and I don't get involved with the politics and stuff. I he's braver than me because I I ain't never running for nobody's office. But but you know I have seen I have seen the propaganda up close. Y'all saw what they did with Ice Cube. When Ice Cube was talking about reparations, the propaganda went to the nth degree. They 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 even smeared him on SNL by pretending like he was he had a he had a Trump hat on or something like that, a MAGA hat. And Matt, Ice Cube never wore a MAGA hat. He's never they they photoshopped a MAGA hat on his head. So y'all y'all have seen the propaganda. You've seen the lies. You've seen. Uh, I I I'll give you all another example, and then I'm gonna say uh, I'll, I'll greet my brother goodbye. My mother-in-law just got here, man, so I gotta go spend time with her. But um, but I remember even when uh. During the elections, I would have people come back and tell me, you know, like maybe rappers or whatever, they would go on an urban radio station and they would literally tell them, you cannot mention any candidate other than the primary Democratic candidate. Like if you, you, it was in that particular context, it was Hillary Clinton. They said, you cannot mention Bernie Sanders and you cannot mention the Republicans. If you mention either another party or if you mention another candidate other than Hillary, we will shut the interview down immediately. This is what's happening in your urban neighborhoods. 
And this is what, how they're controlling you. They're controlling your access to information, which is basically making you a slave. So I'm not going to ever tell y'all what party you should support. I'm just here to tell you that your choice needs to be your damn choice. Stop letting these people make choices for you. As far as I'm concerned, I've, I invited this brother in here, and I don't even interview y'all. Been watching for years. I don't. We don't bring politicians on here that much. I interviewed this brother because y'all know Clyburn. He, he, his time is up, you know. So, so maybe this this is the man who can lead us there. So, brother, do you have any final parting words you'd like to share? Uh, a, a vision or anything you'd like to share that we can uh, walk away with? I do. I want to be very brief. One, if you want to support me, please do. Um, I, like I said, I can't match Clyde Burns' money, and I'm not going to try to. I don't have his money, but like I said, I also don't have his 30-year record of failure and neglect. So any donations you can make, it helps me keep my commercials playing, keep my advertisements in the newspaper, keep my advertisements on the radio. It helps me to pay my now growing much larger street team. Some are volunteers, but some who work around the clock, they will want to do it for free if they could, but they can't. I have to pay them. Donations let me pay my treasurer. And it, and y'all, the new black media, I think I am probably, if there I say a candidate, that when we win, I will probably be the candidate that's probably gotten the most donations, like almost all of them, from just other black Americans, a black, a purely black American funded candidate. I want to say it only takes one person to stand up and fight. When the Native Americans got their settlements, that was because of usually one person in Congress standing up. When the Japanese Americans got reparations, it was just two senators who stood up for them. So it doesn't usually take a large number. I want to be, I hope I'm not the only one, but if so, I'll be honored to be the only one, hopefully the first of many in this modern day Congress to stand up for black Americans to get the reparations that we should have had a long time ago. And I want y'all to help me get there, please. And yes, I use Twitter, Marcel for congress.com, the digit for, not the word, the digit. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, um, uh, that, that was a great, that was a great way to end the conversation, man. And, uh, and I'm gonna put that donation uh, page up here and everybody, I'm gonna put the link in the chat where you can go and support the brother. And, and I'm gonna tell you, man, I, I, what you said about the, the Gullah Geechee people being fighters, I, I, I would, I would not mind having a couple of folks from your community fighting for us in, in Congress. I know y'all ain't gonna back down for nothing. And those no, are the kind of fighters not. we need. There we go. And uh, and also, I want to acknowledge Black Mama in the chat. Thank you for your donation to the platform. She also donated to uh, your campaign. Uh, God bless Thank you, Black Mama. <clears throat> yes, and uh, Judy McLeod as well. Thank you. And uh, so, everybody, I put the link in the chat. Uh, again, if, if you don't have any resources right now, you don't want to donate, I get it. Or if you don't agree, if you know, we have an open minded platform here, freedom of speech. If you don't, if you, if this does not resonate with you, that's fine too. But if it does resonate, I would like for you to do something to support. So that means either, uh, go there and make a donation or share this video. All right, guys, well, we're about to get on out of here. Uh, God bless you. Uh, thank you so much. And a good thank you for having you. me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Best of luck to you, Marcel. Thank you to Maurice Duncan for introducing me. He put he put you on my radar. I looked you up, and I was super impressed. I saw another interview. I said, okay, this is going to be a great conversation. And uh, also, everybody, by the way, just a reminder that uh, you guys know my, me and my wife will be in Chicago on the 15th. So if you'd like to learn more about that event, feel free to go to boyswalkers.com, click on events. We'll also be at the Essence Music Fest uh, right next door for three straight days. So if y'all want to see us at the Essence, just click on events and go ahead and lock it in and and uh, we'll be doing three days of deep dive black wealth training that will change your life forever. So take care, everybody. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank and thank you. Take care.
All right, my brother. Take care, Take care now. Bye-bye.